hey i had a really great time i would love to do that again so give me a call back um you never did call me to let me know you got in safely so i was just checking on you all right call me back Okay, I'm very confused. We went out, we had a good time, at least I thought we had a good time, and now you dodging me, you're not answering my calls. That's real crazy to me. Call me back. Call me back. Call me back. Hey everybody, and welcome back to the Save the Date podcast. This is the Healthy Dating Preservation Podcast for millennials and anybody who might need it. Yes, we are your hosts, Imani. And Candace. Wow, Imani. I was struggling through that, guys. Sorry. But I got it right. And I could have sworn that we normally said that it was casual dating. I never remember ever saying that. I don't now. I don't know about ever saying that. But maybe I haven't said it in the past 10 episodes or something. But I know we said that at some point. Look up episode one. I'm about to, because I'm, you're not about to make me believe I never said the word casual in that intro. I don't remember. I don't think you said it that early, and if you said it, it must have been later on, but, like, it's always just been Healthy Dating Preservation Show. Preservation Podcast. I'm really shook. I do not see the word casual in this, and I really thought that we said, okay, you know. Maybe it's the Mandela effect. Ain't that what it's called when you remember something that never happened? I learned that on Twitter today, talking about the girl, that girl couple, that, I mean, couple, Candace, what? Talking about that girl group, the two girls that they that are sisters that they thought were twins, and people were saying they made it up, and they called it the Mandela effect, so that's, I learned about that today. What group I might have of known girls that were twins? The sisters that are singers. What sisters that name. are singers? Chloe and somebody. Oh, Chloe girl. and Hallie. Yeah. Um, apparently, Twitter was saying that when they first came out, they were twins. And now it's come no, out that they were never twins. <laughs> right. So that was the whole debate that was going on because, like, half of Twitter was like, I remember them marketing them as twins when they came out. And somebody else was like, no, they played twins and grown ish. I've never watched grown ish, so I don't know. And then, oh, um, that's probably why they thought they were twins because they play twins and grownish, but they literally have never said they were twins. I've been following them, since and that's what somebody else said. <laughs> and then they were, and then other people were like, "No, you think we would just make this up?" Yes, like, yes, we do. <laughs> yeah, it's big, big debate. Well, we here again, guys. Thanks for tuning in again um, for another episode of whatever we be doing on this show. And it's always the most. Okay. Okay. Pick up line of the week. And this is for um, you Tinder users. I don't use Tinder or anything like that. Um, So it's like, it's going to go like this. And y'all know Tinder, they be shooting a shot in there. They say Tinder is a numbers game. So can I get your number? Dang. I wish I could got that because i have no idea what's going on since i've never been on tinder before in my life so anybody on tinder if you want to explain that joke to me uh i didn't really know it was a numbers game either but the thing is apparently you know people are very nasty when they're coming up with their pickup line so um it's always awkward i did have a friend who who 
a guy broke up with her on Tinder because they had been matched for like two weeks and he sent her a message every day and she never responded. So eventually he was like, I'm done with this. I've invested too much time and I'm not appreciated. I will what? never be reaching out to you again. And please do not try to contact me. <laughs> How you get dumped by somebody you don't go with? That's crazy. Dumped. Completely dumped. That you've never talked to because you didn't respond. Wow, guys. Let's not do that. Okay? You look crazy. You look a crazy. A guy, yeah, I think, yeah, a guy did that to me recently. Basically told me that he was done trying to court me. One, I never knew he was trying to court me. Uh, but he was like, I can see that you have a boyfriend. And I was like, I don't. So I have no, what you're talk- no idea what you're talking about. He was like, no, it's fine. You don't have to pretend. I'm like, pretend for who? You, boy? Look, no shade, but I'm not joking. Like, I don't have a boyfriend. I also had no idea you were trying to court me because I would have told you I wasn't interested. He was like, well, it doesn't matter now because I see that you're involved. I was like, okay. And I just quit talking to him. I have no idea where they came from. So I don't know. I've been done on. before. I've, I've definitely I've been, been done before. before. Plenty of times. No, I mean by somebody I didn't date. That's oh. <laughs> so I was awkward What'd they say? because they're so passionate. Um, I'm trying to remember one because I feel like I put one on Twitter and everybody on Twitter was laughing because they thought it was so funny. And I was like, y'all, I'm really just sharing what happened to me. Gosh, oh what God. was it? Because it was like at the crack of dawn. <laughs> and I was like, there's no way you woke up mad like this to send me this long message. God, I wish I could remember what he said. I just remember being very entertained by him saying it. And I was like, okay. And then this one guy, um, he's always hitting me up. And then he'll be like, K, when I'm not like responding back. And oh so- my gosh. <laughs> I hate that. Hate it. Like it is one of the cringiest thing for you like, to text me, me for you to text me and then send me a text message like this is the one that gets under my skin the most <laughs> hey how are you doing today i can't answer right now because i'm in the middle of something or whatever so i don't i don't see right. it until 15 minutes later when i see my day was great thanks for asking <laughs> <laughs> I didn't ask yet because I didn't get a chance to answer the first question. Now I'm not answering any of it. Leave me alone. I don't like that. That and I don't like when I had another guy who texted me earlier in the day. Then I forget what I was. I was doing something. Now I do this often. And most of the time when I do it, I will apologize once I finally remember to text you back. But And mind you, we don't know each other that well. Like, he's just a guy who Mm -hmm. has my number. So he texted me, and then I was snapping on Instagram about whatever it was I was doing as to why. I mean, probably the reason I didn't answer his text because I was distracted by whatever I was doing. And he replied to my snap like, so I guess you didn't see my, like, going off on me. Mm -hmm. But he said he was joking. He cussed at me and everything. And I was like, I don't really know who. He was like, it was a joke. And I was like, I don't think that's funny. I don't know you well enough for me to think that was funny. For me to think that was a joke from you. Like, that you texted me earlier and now you're replying to my snap telling me that I should have answered your text. No, sir. You're blocked. So. Right. All day long. 
You know, I don't blame yeah, fuck's them. Yeah, that's crazy. That's me neither. But yeah, uh, uh, so, I mean, that, that was a corny pickup line, but I was struggling this week because they're all, did I do the cucumber one before? I can't remember. I feel like you have. Oh, do you like Nintendo? Yes. Why? Oh. I was supposed to say we no. look good together. Oh, we. that's cute. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> That's real cute. I feel like that's something that you should text to somebody. You should not. Uh, oh my god, y'all! These people. I'm gonna text that to somebody. I mean, I should too. We're gonna do that, and <laughs> then I'm gonna the post the answer on our number now. <laughs> you hear me? Yes, that's a fool. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I think I might try that too. Do you like Nintendo? And I'm, I'm gonna try that. I'm dead. Okay, but moving that. on, that's the pickup line. Try that one, guys, and tell me how it goes. I would tell Kwame to try it, but I don't. We need to take a break. Girl, his life is a circus, from what I hear. <laughs> it is. He needs a break. Well, but, okay, um, speaking of okay, uh, break. Now. Uh, so on this episode, we're talking about being single on purpose by choice. Um, you know, everybody sees singleness, seems to see singleness as either you've never had a boyfriend or girlfriend, or you haven't ever had a successful relationship if you're single, like, and you know, sometimes it's not I'm single because all this other stuff didn't work out. Sometimes you're just single because you would like to be single right now. So that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to get into that a little bit. Um, of course, as usual for the Dig in the Scene segment, I have a couple questions to kind of guide us a little bit. And then I have um, something to share. And you have something to share, too. You're going to share it in this segment or later? Um. I think I'm going to share it in lessons learned. Oh, excellent. Okay. Well, so to start, what does it mean to you to be single, Candice? What does being single even mean? Uh, that I'm not in a relationship. Um, that I'm not attempt. I would say that I'm not attempting to be in a relationship, but that isn't necessarily true because I'm sometimes when I'm in my single phases, I'm dating. So it's just not being fully committed to somebody, not being publicly fully committed to somebody. That's what being single means to me. So when you're when you say you're single, you said sometimes you're attempting to be in a relationship. Sometimes you're not. So what's the difference between Mm -hmm. those two types of single for you? So, um, when I am single and I'm not looking, um, that, cause yeah. So when I'm single and not looking, I, that means I'm like curving everybody. Like I really don't want to talk to any guys like that. So I just come up with a reason not to deal with them, um, which doesn't happen often because I've realized every time that I've been single, I've still been talking to somebody. Um, there's only a few times where I literally wasn't dealing with anybody whatsoever. Um, but the difference is 
when I'm single and I'm trying to be in a relationship, I will cut off other people that I'm talking to because I don't want to block that space of me getting close to them by trying to hold on to other people. So like when with my ex, I had to intentionally stop dealing with the other guys I was talking to because if I didn't, I was going to always find a reason to not fully be content with him because mm-hmm. I had somebody else to give me attention here or to want to do this or want to take me there or, you know, whatever the reason may be. So that's really how I operate differently. I train myself to already like start being in a relationship when I'm trying to be in a relationship, which means I ain't going on dates no more. I ain't, you know, staying up on the phone with folks. I don't let folks call me at this certain hour. Like I just carry myself different because I want it to be understood that I'm not on the market anymore. Even though I'm still single, I'm not dating at that point outside of who I'm specifically dating, exclusively dating. I feel it. I feel it. Um, For myself, I'm either single and not interested in being in a relationship or I'm single and open to a relationship. I don't think that I'm ever mm-hmm. looking for a relationship. And that is because... In my past, in my much younger life, looking for a relationship made me find things and people that weren't there just because I wanted to be in a relationship with somebody. Like I would make the connection with them and then mm-hmm. I would be like, oh, I like them. So I need to be trying to be in a relationship <laughs> with them. You know what I'm saying? And it's just not, mm-hmm. that's not good for me. I can't, that's not a healthy way for me to enter a relationship. So I am single and dating and really not giving anyone enough country to believe that I want to be settled down anywhere. Or I am single and open to a relationship. And open to a relationship is still me being single as in dating. But if there is someone that I like, I'm not going to necessarily be like, oh, you know, I'm not really interested in dating right now or like trying to be serious with anybody right now. I will explore that option with you. And if we talk and want to be exclusive, I'll go there with you and we'll see where it goes from there. But um, I have just determined that single and looking for a relationship is not a mode I need to be on. But Mm -hmm. um, for the most part, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely single because I chose to be single and it is... And I say that because I could very well be in a relationship if I really wanted to just be in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could have never gotten out of the last relationship I was in if I just wanted to be in a relationship. But my goal is to be in a meaningful relationship that is safe and comfortable and reciprocal. And, you know, that is that's the kind of relationship I want to be in if I'm going to be in one. So I'm. Right now, I'm I'm single but open to relationship. But I ain't really. I think what I think what I've learned about myself is sometimes I found myself single longer than expected unintentionally because of exactly the exact opposite of what I was talking about. So I had to really like learn that about myself. Like, so for example. Um, I dealt with the same guy for a long time, like still flirt with him to this day. And it was, I met him legit 10 years ago now. 
And I remember there being at least a solid two years for a fact that I know that I was single, like, and wasn't for real giving nobody no type of play because I was like in love with the man that I was not in a relationship with. Mm-hmm. And I told myself that I was single by choice. Like, oh, I'm just, you know, get to do me, get to be free. But in the back of my head, I was really trying to make sure I was available for whenever he was ready. Yes. And that is a big difference between being single by choice and being single because you're waiting on somebody to get it together. And honestly, within, well, no, I was going to say within a certain context, it's not horrible to be single and know who you're interested in and just be, you know, trying to see where it goes with them. But that's not the same as waiting for somebody to do right by you either. So exactly. Cause I think and that's, that's what I'm saying. That's why I found myself in a lot, which is why now I just be like, listen, we either gonna do this or we can just stop what we doing because you're not about to take years of my life. You doing you. And I mean, cause I feel like the difference is like, like my friend was asking me this weekend, um, you know, like she, she was asking about her ex who, still gives her chances, who's still open. And she was like, if somebody hurts you, but they still open, like what keeps you from letting them go? And this could even be while you're single. And I was like, honestly, sometimes, because we won't let go of what we thought it could have been. Yes, and I have been there so before the as well. Open. Yes, I've been there before too. Single and waiting for the single and expecting something that probably is never going to happen that's a fool like it's just not healthy that i've been there before and it's not a healthy space to be in that's why i have chosen the space i am single and i am single because i want to be single because i have declined people's offers to not be single because they weren't relationships that I felt like fit the one that I would want to be in not the one that I'm necessarily Mm -hmm. looking for right now but if I'm going I'm I feel like I'm I'm, I've reached a space where I am perfectly fine single it does not bother me to be single I'm not wondering why I'm single I'm not trying to figure out how I can change being single I'm good however I know the relationship I would like to be in if it comes I, I know what I'm looking for if I'm going to be in a relationship. I know the, the type of interaction I want to have with a person. I, I know how I want that to feel now. So if I'm going to be in one, that will be what will make me change my mind. And that's, that's a question I was going to ask next. I was going to say, does your level or definition of singleness or whatever space of singleness you're operating in change just when you change your mind or does it change when you find someone? Because I will be honest, mine does not change with me just changing my mind. My mind will change when I have figured out that there is someone that fits or that I'm interested in. And then I will say, okay, well, now it's time for me to change this space of singleness that I'm in to single and open to a relationship or single, but exclusively dating this person or whatever the case may be. So do you change your mind first and then find a person or do you find a person and change your mind? I don't think I've ever tried to find a person. 
I think yeah. I've always just accidentally found, <laughs> met somebody that changed my mind. So it's definitely about the person. I've never just been like, now I do joke a lot. And then I, 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 I be trying to stop doing that, but sometimes I really be bored, bored. And I will like put something out there and be like, oh, I'm gonna give me a man for the winter. And then it's like putting honey on the damn, <laughs> on the damn tree because you get all these bees that start attracting to it. <laughs> and you're like, no, I didn't want it. I didn't want it. I didn't want it. And I so was just kidding. that's how I realized. <laughs> I was just kidding. That's how I realized that it's a person that would change that. Because there are times where I'm like, dang, I just need to get a boyfriend. Because if I had a boyfriend, I had something to do. I got something to talk to when I want to talk to somebody. I got somebody that I can just go do stuff with. I ain't got to try to interrupt nobody else's day. Or whatever the case may be why I want a boyfriend in that moment. But as soon as, like, somebody responds to me saying I want a boyfriend, when I tell you I shell up, like, I'm like, oh, I don't want to find, I don't want to find. So then I got to come up with all these things. And eventually I just like, oh, I was just talking. I don't really want one. And then somebody is actually trying to pursue me. And then I find myself like, Candace, well, you want to be pursued. So what's it? And that's when I'd be like, it's just, it ain't them. It ain't yeah. necessarily that I want to stay single forever. That just ain't, that ain't the person They're that's not trying the person. to get with me. Ain't to be with you. Not right. my person. And so, but, um, we do it to people that we're attracted to. We try to force them sometimes into this puzzle that doesn't work. But at the same time, I would rather be forcing that circle, I mean, that square into a circle than trying to force one that I ain't even attracted to in there. I cannot, like, I have to have some, I, and I know you feel that way because physical attraction is very important to you. But Absolutely. I have to be attracted to you some way to even entertain a date sometimes like because i'm like i'm gonna be no, weird on it. i ain't going on no I'd date rather I'm not just enjoy myself like and i know i'm not going to enjoy myself because i'm not interested so it's definitely a person that has to bring me out of that season but when i get to my lessons learned um it makes me feel even better about not looking for something to take me out of that moment of, of being single. And so I will definitely um, jump into that later. But yeah, I, I am definitely single by choice because there are plenty and this is not to my own horn or anything like that. But if I wanted to be in a relationship, I would be in a relationship. Girl, that ain't um, to your own horn. That's Honestly, I believe that is true for anybody. If you really just want to go out and get in a relationship, it's somebody that would get in a relationship with you. It ain't going to be the right relationship because right you're just out trying to do stuff. But... You know, nobody has to be single, but ever, um, you know, I always just say that single is my default setting. That is, mm -hmm. that is just who I am. Like i literally say that all the time. I probably tweeted it a million times because it's not, it's not, Oh, this is this thing that I'm experiencing. Like literally I am an individual person. And I will always be an individual person. And when I get a partner, I will be an individual person who has a partner and will we'll be a partnership. So there's nothing wrong with wanting to be single. There's nothing wrong with, you know, being single and experimenting until you find somebody that makes you decide that a partnership is worth it. There's nothing wrong with any of that stuff. But the next question I have. Oh, wait, hold on, because I think this is where I wanted to read this excerpt. Um, okay. okay, so this, I 
thought this was a really interesting quote. This is um, in an NPR article called Single by Choice, Why Fewer American Women Are Married Than Ever Before. Um, and this is a quote by Rebecca Traster, uh, who is a sociologist, I believe. Um, but she says um, that she's like a tribute or trying to explain the declining marriage rate among adult women adult women and she says the choice not to marry isn't necessarily a conscious rejection of marriage and i will add relationships or to stay single or whatever it's not a conscious rejection of relationships it's about the ability to live singly until in a pair uh, unless in apparently my god let me start over because why can't i read um, it says the choice not to marry or be in a relationship isn't necessarily a conscious rejection of marriage or relationships. I'm adding or relationships. It is about the ability to live singly if an appealing marriage option does not come along. And that's what I mean by single but open. I have the ability to live as a single person because why wouldn't you have the ability to live as a single person? You are a single person. You know what I'm saying? So I have the ability to live as a single person. That is, I think, an important way to know how to live unless a viable option comes along, unless an appealing option comes along, because we have more options now. We don't absolutely have to be connected to a partner to live a meaningful life these days. At at one point, it was that, you know, there were certain access you weren't going to have unless you were in a certain proximity to a man. Now we don't necessarily Mm -hmm. have that. There are still some circles where, you know, men, your proximity to a man is valued over just yourself as an individual. But overall, we don't always have to be linked to anyone to live a meaningful life. And so that's what I, that's what I wanted to use as the background for single, but open. I'm single. And I have the ability to live single. I'm happily single. But if an appealing option comes along, I will be open to exploring where that option goes. And that's just it, I think. Um, and then the next question I had was, in your singleness, are there, is there a purpose to your singleness? Or are you just kind of like living until further notice? <laughs> Um, gosh I'm in a very weird place right now with singleness because I feel like I have someone that at one point I was seriously entertaining and we're kind of at that crossroad of what are we going to do that's Um, important to know but yes but um I uh what was the question so I make sure I is there, right when I is there have you chosen to like make your your singleness like purposeful or are you just kind of just like being a single person kind of both um so I mean I have been single for a very long time I've been single a lot longer than I have been in a relationship especially a serious relationship um because at one time I didn't think a relationship was necessary um partially because I was just trying to justify the person that I was dealing with and it also exposed me to other people. So I was like, well, at least I'm single and I get to date other guys and do what I want to do and I have to check in. But now, I guess for me, without like taking it 
completely church. And I mean, <laughs> yes. I think y'all learned by now on this show that both of us are saved. So, I mean, our lives kind of just revolve around a lot of that. But um, without completely taking it to church, I noticed when God pulled me out of my last relationship, it allowed me to focus on him more. Mm. Um, and what helped me walk away from my relationship was feeling was when I started to feel like I was idolizing my relationship and kind of sacrificing God because of it, because there were things that I felt like I was, I was doing in my relationship that I had no business doing that God wouldn't be pleased with. Um, and just decisions that I knew were right that I were, I was making to try to make my mate happy. And I think being single made me realize, you know, that there is something that I need to be doing in the meantime, and that's working on me and getting to know me. So yes, I've allowed single now to be purposeful, you know, get my finances right, get my mind right, get my spirituality right, you know, figure out what I want to do and and understand that that way when I have a partner, because the more I've learned about myself, for me personally, my life journey has a lot to do with um, me being in check spiritually. And um, so for me, you know, my desire is that when I decide to be with somebody again in a serious relationship, is that I am in the mindset and in the place that I need to be where I'm comfortable with being somebody's partner. So I'm okay with being single right now because I feel like um, there's being work done on me right now to prepare me for when it's time to be somebody's life partner and not just somebody's girlfriend. Because I think before I wasn't really tripping off of being prepared. It was just like, you know, well, you came here. We like each other. We care about each other. We're going to do this. And we bumped heads so much because I didn't even know enough about me. Yeah. I got so caught up in that relationship. I didn't even know who I was at some points in it. You know, like I was doing crazy stuff. Um, and even, and not like literally crazy, but just things that were crazy to me because I don't think I would have ever done that had my nose not been so wide open for somebody. Mm-hmm. And now I would rather my nose be wide open for myself and learn how to partner with somebody, even with knowing what I know about me. If that makes sense. Yes, it makes perfect sense. And um, I think I completely agree. Like I, um, I think personally, I'm, I am a person that lives in my own head a lot anyway. Like I'm always asking myself questions like, why did you do that? Or why did, why did that make you feel that way? Or whatever the case may be. And I do that because I want to be the best version of myself that I possibly can be. And mm-hmm. I think, I think I'm naturally a person who, is good at partnership because I like help. Like I do. I I like to help someone and I like to have help. I don't always like asking for help, but I do like for somebody to be present if I need something or, you know, whatever the case may be. I like companionship. Um, I just don't necessarily need it all the time if it's not the right kind of companionship. So I think that, like you said, in my time of singleness, I'm not, first of all, I don't like, we just talked about this. I don't like viewing it as a time of singleness because I'm not expecting it to end. It just is what it is until it ain't no more. So right. it's just while I'm, while I'm working on myself, I, I am keeping in mind that I am single and open. Because there are people who are single and intend to stay single. And that is, there is absolutely mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. If you, 
if that's what you want and you are honest with yourself and with others about that, because that's something you have to learn about yourself too, that you operate better outside of a relationship, outside of being held accountable to somebody else or, you know, outside of romance and all that stuff. Like every, you don't have to want to be in a relationship, but because I've chosen single yet open to a relationship, I do say to myself, I need to make sure that I'm a good person. I need to make sure that I am the kind of person that would be a good partner because I don't want to be the weak link in my relationship. I don't want to be the person who doesn't know how to, whenever the relationship presents itself, if it presents itself, I don't want to be the person that never considered having to consider someone else's feelings that was just selfish the whole time. If I didn't, if that wasn't the type of life I intended to live all the time, if I didn't intend to live single all the time, I do need to learn things like compromise. I do need to learn things like compassion. I need to learn things like companionship and how to listen to people when they're talking and conflict resolution and all those kinds of things. And those things are regular everyday things that everyone needs to know, honestly, outside of romance. But I feel like I need to be good at them because eventually I would like to give and share that with a partner whenever the time comes. That uh, That's not to say, again, that I have my eyes open and I'm looking at every man like, oh, my God, could this be my next boyfriend? Like, it's not that serious. <laughs> it's just, you know, I'm living in a way that I can be proud of myself so that when a partner comes along, I can I'm already happy. And I can share that happiness with somebody else. I think that is probably the most important thing. If you if you are single and you want a relationship eventually, I think your focus in your single time, like until you find somebody, should be on you being happy with yourself. Period. Like, be learn to be content. Learn to be happy. Learn to enjoy yourself. Learn to enjoy the company of others that's not romantic. Because that's something I think we downplay too. Like, companionship is not just romantic my friends are my companions as well i need to learn how to enjoy and value time around other people even if it's not hugging and kissing and lovey-dovey like that's the those relationships are fulfilling as well and should be valued um so i think if you can and i think having those relationships and and giving value and giving um you know like attention to those relationships only helps increase the way you interact with your mate because I you're still agree. learning about yourself through that. You know, like mm-hmm. you're learning. You can easily learn if you're selfish or not when you decide well, be a bad friend and see if somebody don't tell you that you're a bad friend. Right. And how and do you, you react to them telling you that you have fallen off your game right. as a friend? Because when you get in a relationship, so. that's what it's going to be sometimes. You you're not going to be at a hundred percent all the time. So you need to learn how to take criticism or to take somebody holding you accountable to the commitment you made to the way you treat them. Yeah. If you, if I said I'm, I'm your friend and you find me acting unfriendly or inconsiderate or anything like that, I would want you to tell me that. And if I start flipping off the handle, like girl, I ain't never been and throwing everything I ever did for you in your face. Like that's not a good friend and it won't make a good partner. So those those are the things that, like you said, you need to be checking yourself and like looking at while you're while you're in your single period. If that's what you if you intend to be somebody's partner eventually, if you never intend to enter a romantic commitment, honey, 
live your life. But I still think these are qualities that everyone should have in order to be a good person. You shouldn't be overly selfish for any reason. That's annoying. Yes. And then you're never going to... That literally might mean you're probably single, not by choice, even though you think you are at that point. If you're just... Yes, and you don't have no friends. And your family don't half the time want to be around you because you're being an insufferable person. You're selfish. Yes. But, um... Lastly, for this section, I did find an article on blowed.com or child. I am so embarrassed. This is blowed. This is bold with, with an E at the end. Blow. You know what? Blow. We're not going to we're not going to spend too much time on that. It was an honest mistake. <laughs> I can't read tonight, <laughs> obviously. But this is an article on bold with an E bold.com. Okay, this is 10 realizations, 10 mind-blowing realizations you have when you're single by choice. So the first one is you may realize that you're picky and that's a good thing. Um, I'm not about to read through all of these. I'm just going to read the titles or whatever but and explain them. But that just means um, being picky when it comes to a partner is not a bad thing if it just means you're not going to settle into a relationship with the wrong person just so you can call yourself somebody's girlfriend or boyfriend. Um, two, you might be better off alone. And by alone, we mean outside of a romantic relationship. Um, lots of people statistically in relationships, I'm reading this, are unhappy. So, and you know this because if they weren't unhappy, the divorce rates wouldn't be so high and all that kind of stuff. So maybe... Spend some time alone and realize that you are better off not in a relationship and then find one that's better than not being alone. I mean, better than being alone. Or not. Just spend some time by yourself. Who knows? Um, Three, there's nothing wrong with you. A lot of us think that we're single because something is wrong with us. And sometimes there are areas where we can, like, improve or whatever. But... A lot of us have also been in relationships that made, that were sort of like abusive, that made, that did make us feel like something is wrong with us. And, you know, you, you have to kind of crawl out of that space of what's wrong with me? Why can't I do this and then the other? The reality of it is, if you're looking for one partner, that means 99.9 of the percent, percentage of people that you meet are not going to be the one. So. There's nothing wrong with you for not ending up with everybody that you meet. Um, four, you're too amazing to be with just anyone. That speaks for itself. When you have good self-esteem, you realize you can't just be letting anybody in your space and giving commitment to them. Five is you don't need validation from anyone but yourself. Listen to me when I tell you that is such a liberating realization especially for an adult woman you can tell yourself Mm -hmm. you can set the standard for yourself you can call yourself successful you can you you can define your entire existence if you want to you don't need anyone else to co-sign you or to tell you anything about yourself that you don't already know you don't need it validation from anybody else it helps sometimes if it's somebody that you love or care about but you can love yourself too six You can be happy on your own. We talked about that. Seven, being attached does not make you a better person. That's a big one, too, because a lot of times um, 
when people talk about relationships, they're not talking about partnership. They're talking about, uh, what do you call it? What's the word I'm looking for? Dependency, like codependence. Like you, you need mm-hmm. to be with this other person or you really can't function like that. And that's not really healthy. That's um, not healthy at all. Right. So being attached to another person doesn't make you any better than a person that's single. It's just, it's not even all that healthy. Um, a is you are not to be pitied. There's nothing pitiful about being single. You just Amen. are not in a relationship. You are single. Right. That's just it's it. It's literally just kind of your status. <laughs> yes. Yeah, just... Nobody needs to be, oh, I can't wait until you da 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 That's my biggest pet peeve is someone, oh, I just wish you would find, like, don't do, I'm not, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm not pitiful. I'm not sad that I'm single. I'm I don't fine. have a disease. I'm yes. Single. You don't have to pray for me. You can pray for the partner if you want to. Like you can pray for whoever I'll be in a future relationship. Make sure that, you know, we're both ready or whatever, but you don't have to pray me out of my singleness. It's fine, guys. It's really okay. okay. <laughs> Nine, you don't need anyone else to be complete. You are a wonderfully whole person. And that is something that you need to find out before you get into a relationship. I think, um, 10, I agree. You're a great catch and you're a hard catch. That's what it says. Finding true love isn't easy. So you're not going to pretend it is by falling for anybody that wants you. You know that it's hard work finding a forever thing. So staying alone is a way better bet until you do. And that sums up the digging the scene section for me. Um, I did have some more questions, but I feel like we've kind of covered most of where those questions would go. So I'm going to go ahead. Okay. Pass it on over to you. All right. So, um, for rescue me, it's going to be a little different only because, um, I'm going to save some of my gems for my lessons learned, but I did want to share a little bit, um, two things. I'm going to share the polls that I did. And then I'm also going to share from this book that I'm reading. So we'll go through the polls first. So, um, shout out to the people on Instagram who actually participate in our polls. Forget <laughs> y'all to the ones who don't. If you do, if you watch and you didn't participate, please do not ask me a guest on our show because clearly you don't want your opinion to be heard. So <laughs> whatever. Anyway, so the first question is at this point in your life, what's your preference? 40% said single mingle and 60% said they like a commitment. When you date, do you prefer to date to marry or being social? Um, 83% said they're dating to marry and 17% said they're dating just to be social. When were you the happiest? And 33% said single, 67% said committed. Are you single by choice? <laughs> 50% said, yep. 50% said, hell no. Um, <laughs> do you desire a relationship one day? 85% said, of course. 15% said, I'm straight. And then uh, was your last relationship serious? 75% said, almost married. 25% said, puppy love. So what was really interesting about that last question was there was a lot of people Super interesting. There were people who said that their last relationship was serious and they're just dating to be social. Mm-hmm. So, and sometimes that comes with the baggage of that previous, previous relationship that puts you in that place. 
Um, 50% of people said that actually, no, 67% of people said they were happiest when they were committed. Um, and 33 only happy when they're single, which is surprising to me, but I guess if you're in a good relationship, that's different. Um, 50% said they're single by choice. 50% said they're not. So there's clearly people out here that want to date and just haven't found the right date, but that I meant right person to date, which also makes sense because everybody basically said that they are dating to marry out of our group of people um, that voted. So there's that. We did have some people to share benefits of being single. So one said, um, when it's just you, you can't place blame on anyone but yourself. It's hard oh, to look in the mirror when, right, when you can't con- just convince yourself that your other part, that your other half is a part of your issues. Three years is the longest time span that I've been single and it was needed. Got the chance to get all of my immature ways out of my system and humble myself. Come on that out of here. It's the word. They better be learning. It's the word. It's the word. Right. And so then the next one said um, the benefits of being single were being able to freely mingle with the opposite set without with the opposite sex, excuse me, without feeling any type of regret or like you're cheating or being dishonest. Man, which I think partners make you feel like you're cheating because you know you're not, but we you know, don't literally <laughs> just about to say that is one of those lessons that you learn after you get out of a relationship and then you start looking for something right. different in a partner. You literally will say, I will never date a person who is that bothered by my interactions with the opposite sex ever again because it gets exhausting yes, trying to prove to them you ain't cheating on them like come on bro right and so her other one was getting to truly know yourself and what makes you tick without unnecessary outside forces or influences okay, okay. and for some reason Siri thought I asked her a question sorry <laughs> about that um, another one said being able to move around and not answer to anyone Another one said... Um, that was been my favorite one in the past couple go, years. Yeah, girl. Another one said, the ability to go places without having to worry about answering who I'm with, why, and why I got so many female friends. Um, <laughs> this dude said... Um, was your last relationship serious? He said, if it was his choice, it would have been serious. She just wanted to be a bartender. You know what? <laughs> that don't got nothing to do you know, with your relationship, like boy. People <laughs> like choices sometimes will stop you from having a serious relationship. And another guy replied and said that he is single by choice because I'm playing. So there's that. Um, those are our results. <laughs> um the other part that I wanted to read, so guys, right now, I am reading a book called Disciplines of a Godly Woman. I feel that anyone can get some out of this book, but it's definitely Bible-based. So um, it may, even people that are believers still may struggle with some of the stuff in this book if they don't completely agree with it. But it is super Bible-based. Um, so it's literally like following rules of the Bible in the way she kind of gives advice about a lot of different things. But she asks one of her friends, you know, what would the what were the benefits of being single, which actually relates to the ones that people said already. But so she said, one, I can change plans at a moment's notice. Um, two, my personal time is my time. I have more time for doing things I want to do than for her, her married friends. Three, 
I and I alone <laughs> Excuse decide me, I'm so how, sorry. No problem. Bless you. Thank you. How I will use my money. I only have to consult the Lord about my budget. Come on. That now. one is Come a big one because on I think it's right. <laughs> That is a big one because, and that's why I was saying for me, like a part of being single is making sure that I'm financially in order because some of the biggest fights that couples have is over finances, even when they have it together. Right. Because you do have to check in with somebody about what decisions you make and when. Like, you can't just go buy a car. You got to, even if you know you're going to buy the car anyway, you still got to give your spouse the benefit of the doubt and, and, and give them some space to feel like something they have an opinion on, on, on something. Or you just about need that. to let um, them know. Like, we share money. So, I, uh, you can't be right, using that's what a I'm saying. big you gotta chunk. Include them. Yeah, even if they don't have an opinion on it or whatever, like, just, hey, this is, before you even decide you're buying the car, if you ain't rich, if you're rich and can just drop money on a car, then just, you know, hey, babe, I'm buying a but car it's today. Still, it's still common courtesy to consult with your partner once you guys decided to be a union. Well, that's period. what I meant. Like, if you, I mean, good, if you're really so rich, good. you can just say to your significant other, hey, babe, I'm buying a car today. You know, this is the one. And they're probably not going to complain because y'all got the money to blow. But if you don't, you broke like me. You got to talk about it <laughs> way beforehand. Like, I'm going to start putting money to the side because we need a car or I need a car or whatever. So then, you know, we know that there's money over here and we know what it's for. Those kinds of things. But anyway, I digress because yeah. we talk about dating. I think when you're single, right, but I think when you're single, like, it's, you think of everything as an I anyways. Like, even talking to somebody about how a relationship is held, we still say I. Like, you don't make decisions as a union, you know? And I, I think um, that's kind of the benefit of being single sometimes. I really, yeah, I really want to dive into like for real what I want to share about singleness that I got out of this book, but I'll save that for later. But those are some of the benefits. One of the big things that I will say that's in here, um, that I'll expand on a little bit later is, um, they talked about how you can be single, but not alone. So that goes back yes. to what me and Imani was talking about. Um, when we were talking about friends and things like that, like, you being single and whatever single you are single in, and if that is meant for you to be single forever, whatever it may be, just because you don't have a companion in an intimate setting, that does not mean you're alone. And you shouldn't be alone in that way. Like, there is a purpose for other people in your life, and you should look at it that way. Um, yes. Just because you don't have a boyfriend does not mean that you are dying tomorrow. Or just because you don't have a husband. And I think a lot of times... We look at, so back to when we were having the relationship goals conversation, we look at what somebody else has and it's something we want and we figure I need to have a relationship to be able to accomplish that want. And it's okay to desire some stuff, but sometimes you got to learn how to be just content with you yeah, and figure you out because yeah. it may not meant for you to be, be for you to have that stuff. And a lot of times you don't know what it took for them to get that stuff in the first place. But that is a message for another day. Stop. And honestly, it's, it's <laughs> not, I don't think that's even a sometime. I think everyone at any point in their life needs to learn how to be content with just them. Like you have to because it is just you until it's not. So if you're always unhappy with the fact that if you never find a way to be content with yourself, you're always going to be looking for someone else to make you content. And I don't think that's healthy. I just don't. I don't think it's healthy to always be searching for someone else to, to be believing that you're not going to be satisfied until you enter a romantic relationship. Because like I said about myself, 
that's going to be making making you overlook a lot of things because you're waiting for this this completion this well i you know if you're not okay with being by yourself it's never you're never going to be satisfied until you have somebody and that's not you should be looking for the right body and i don't think you have i think it's it's blocks some of your emotional intelligence if you're not okay with being by yourself. And I don't mean okay as in, you know, I don't need nobody. I mean, okay as in, I really like myself. I enjoy myself. This is who I am, is the person that I want to be, and I can only get better from here. Like, I, affirming your own existence is what you need to learn how to do before you go looking for yeah, a partner yeah. because yeah. you're always going to be looking for someone to finish you. And that's, that you're not, that's just not nobody else's job to do. You have to learn to be okay by yourself. So I, it, I don't think that's a sometimes type of thing, but you know, that's, mm -hmm. that's something that I have learned and that I feel like is really, really important for a lot more of us to learn. So we don't end up in situations that don't serve us well, but anyway, go ahead, continue. Oh no, that's it. So oh. that's it for the rescue me segment. Um, to share your stories, guys, please write into save the day SOS at gmail.com or you can definitely inbox us on save the day podcast on Instagram. Um, we also usually ask questions on our personal Instagrams. If you guys follow us, I'm not going to lie. My Instagram is private. So it might be hard for you to do that. Um, but you can send it and I'll accept the request if I see that it's targeted towards the show. Um, other than that, we can move on to the next segment. Um, but the, I, again, I thought the polls were really interesting. I think there's something to say, um, for the way people voted for sure. Um, I definitely think there's opportunity for us to improve our ways of dating because it looks like a lot of us are in that single stage, but desire to be in a relationship one day and possibly get married. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think that's kind of why we have to bring back the art of dating, which we've completely lost at some point. <laughs> right. Great. So for trend watch, um, I really, I found another article that I think can just guide this. It's a list of, hold on. That's the load. Ah, okay. So on the subject of being single by choice and being single because you're just waiting for the next relationship. Um, this one is giving you some lessons that, well, not lessons. It's like the differences between um, being single because you chose to be single and being single because you're just waiting for somebody to choose you or to find a, a person or whatever. And the, which is kind of what we've been talking Ooh, about. They're waiting for somebody. Yes, they're waiting for somebody to choose you. That one is real because there's a difference. Yes, and waiting, <laughs> somebody, and waiting on somebody to choose you. There is a difference. There really there is. There's a lot of people that are because they are waiting to be chosen by a specific person. My God, not even was, a specific person key, by somebody. Like they just waiting to get chosen. I no no no. I'm saying that, but I'm saying there but are that, people yeah, that yeah. are single because they are waiting to be chosen by a specific person. Yeah, and that you guys. I Which really leaves you in a place for a long time. Yes, and I really, really, really want grown people. Because I'm not even going to lie, these are lessons. I dated some very confusing men 
And I will say that because <laughs> I cared about them, but there were some really emotionally manipulative things that I put up with very early on, it seems like. I, I feel like I learned lessons in my early teen and like super early 20s that lots of people say they didn't learn till later. Like they le- learned it in like a, a, a marriage they got divorced from. Um, but I just want us to learn these lessons earlier. And I really would love for us to learn the lessons without having to go through that. I wish we could all, I understand though, when, when you're in the moment, you don't always think clearly. And sometimes you're put in a relationship, you find yourself in a relationship that was great at one point, And then it turns into something mm-hmm. else. And before you know it, you know, you're in a position you never thought you would be in and that, you know, it just can turn into a lot of stuff. So I hope that we can learn some of these lessons that we're talking about in our singleness. That way, if or when we meet somebody, we know not to, we know what to look for when it starts to get sketchy. And we know we can ask ourselves, why do I like this person? Do I like this person because I haven't liked somebody in a really long time and this is just fun and exciting? Or do I like this person because they're actually a really good person that I can really see myself with? And that's a personal question that I ask myself because I don't like people often. So I do. I ask myself, Mm -hmm. do I like this man because he is, ooh, I was about to say something that was going to make me sound, I'm going to say what I was going to say, but it's not what I meant. I was going to say, do I like this person because he's worth liking? But I really just mean like, do I like, (laughs) do I like this person because we really have a genuine connection and that I could, and we really could be partners or do I, am I just really fascinated with the fact that I'm this attracted to somebody and I haven't been in like the last year. So yeah, I just want us to be able to really be honest with ourselves so we don't find ourselves in weird positions. Um, so here are how many lessons is it? I think it's only seven. Yeah, seven ways being single by choice is different from waiting for a relationship. Um, and this is by bustle.com, B-U-S-T-L-E. And the article is written by Emma Lord. Uh, okay. So when you're single by choice, you do the things you enjoy. You're not always waiting for someone to do them with you, even though sometimes, you know, you ask somebody, hey, do you want to go do whatever, whatever? But, you know, you find out what you like to do because you don't have to consult another person or because you're not waiting on someone to tell you what you like or to plan something for you to do or whatever, whatever. The second one is probably my favorite one, and it says you change for the right reason. And I was going to bring this up when we were talking, when I was saying that it's when I meet someone is when I decide if I'm single and open to something because I didn't want anyone to get that confused with, Oh, I'll settle down when I find the right person because it's not necessarily that it's I am working on myself and I'm making decisions for myself because I want to already like this, this is the type of person that I want to be. Now, if a person comes along and I want to share that person, the person that I am with them, I will do that. But When you're looking for somebody, you're looking for somebody to make you change or to put you in a position where, you know, I'll I'll do better when somebody makes me do better. I hate when men say that. Like, I'll, I'll, they really mean like they'll stop treating women a certain way when they find one that's worth treating better. 
And it's like, but if you were already a good person, you wouldn't treat women that way, period. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you already respected mm-hmm. people a certain way, and this is, I'm getting off men now. When you respect yourself, when you respect people a certain way, you don't, you just don't treat them a certain way. You're not waiting for someone to make you feel like you should do better. You're thinking to yourself, wow, I really could improve for, yeah, I really could improve in this particular area. Let me work on that because I would like to be better, not let me work on this because my husband, if I ever meet him, he's going to want to like, I need to learn how to be a wife before I'm a girl. Do what you want to do. Change what you want to change because it's what you want to do, not because you waiting on somebody to either choose right, you, you for learn how to be you and somebody that you're happy with absolutely being. that's what you need to that's my favorite right. one i love Crazy. that you learn to change because you just want um this one is a good one too uh-huh. number three you never let opportunities pass you by um when you're single and waiting for somebody or looking for somebody to change your relationship status Sometimes you won't take certain opportunities or you overlook things because you think, well, if I get in a relationship, it's going to be inconvenient because I can't be on the road that much. Which a lot of people think like that. But when you're single because you chose to be single, you are going after the opportunities you want because you have the space, time and desire to do it. And I feel like everybody deserves that at some point in their life. Just the space to do whatever they want because they want to do it and take the opportunities they want to do it. And then, you know, when the time comes, you can start your compromise. Um, But you don't absolutely have to be. I'm literally taking jobs that I probably wouldn't have taken. Well, yes, I would. You know, because that's how I got my my last breakup happened. But I wasn't married and I didn't feel like. I felt like if there wasn't a proposal, I still needed to move. So I definitely agree with that. And I do think that when you're in that space, because re- every time that I've moved, I've always had to contemplate, mm-hmm. well, what if this could have happened? But then I still leave because I am single. And I'd be like, well, if it's supposed to happen, it's going to happen. But I'm not committed to anything in this place right now to stay. Yes. Whereas when you're, and even, not even something as serious as moving. Sometimes it can just be like the smallest opportunity that you worried about um, for whatever reason is going to affect what you got going on. You don't really think twice about it. Going out of town for a weekend randomly that somebody asks you to right. go on a boat trip, you're not going to think about, oh, well, what if they had something going on this weekend or if we supposed to spend, you just get to get up and go whenever. Or taking more hours at work just because... Yes. You are trying to accomplish a certain thing and you don't have to consider being home at a reasonable hour because you have somebody else to worry about. Now, that doesn't bother everybody. Taking a promotion. Yes. And that these aren't things that bother everybody or should bother everybody, but they're things that you are allowed to do while you're single. And that I think everybody mm-hmm. should take the opportunity to do at some point. Um, you, when you're single by choice and not waiting to get chose, you never waste time feeling sorry mm-hmm. for yourself. Because this is a decision you made on your own. There's nothing to be sorry about. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next one is you value time with your friends and your family that much more. Um, we just talked about placing a lot more value on those types of relationships um, and not holding them like below your romantic partner. These people are valuable to you too because they love you and you love them. Um, I'm, I'm almost done. Um, 
Here's another one. You experience <laughs> happiness with string with no strings attached. And that basically means it says when I'm happy, I'm happy. When I'm proud of myself, I'm proud of myself. There is no but to the end of those sentences. There's no need to feel like I'm, I'm missing something from my life. Wow. Wow. I can't believe him right now. And I don't know why I can't believe him because this is how he acts all the time. But I say this uh, <laughs> to this particular point. I like this one because I do like the idea that you can be happy with now. I am happy. It's not I, mm-hmm. I'm happy, but I wish I had someone to share this with. Don't do that to yourself. Like maybe it would be nice to have somebody to share it with, but you don't have nobody. You have people to share it with. You just don't have a romantic partner yet. That doesn't diminish your accomplishment. It shouldn't diminish your happiness. I always said that that term, I mean, the little saying, always a bridesmaid, never a bride. One, I think that's very selfish because it not only does it not allow you to be happy in the moment, it doesn't allow you to be happy for your friend. You're a bridesmaid. Right. You're there to support. Like, girl, calm down. You're supposed to support your friend, and it's not supportive of you to be feeling like, I wish I was the bride. Like, no, this is your time to be to be celebrating. You're celebrating someone else. So in your times where you chose to be single, you're not single because no one has chosen you. You're single because this is what where you want to be. So you do have a space to say, I'm very happy right now um, because this is something that I wanted or I'm very proud of myself. I can't you know, I'm really I really did that. Like I did that. And you can be happy with yourself about it without saying, you know, without worrying about how it's going to make somebody else feel. I've been in that situation before, too, about feeling like mm-hmm. my partner was going to feel a certain type of way because I had all this good stuff happening and they weren't necessarily in the same position. And I hate yes. that. Like, I should have never been made to feel like my accomplishments were any less or I shouldn't say nothing because he was having a hard time at work that week. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> um uh, I think this is the last one. But that's something you got to think about in a relationship, which is important. It is. But it's also, it's something that both of you should be thinking about. If if I were him, yes. I would never, I would be devastated if I had made him feel as if he couldn't be excited about something because I was having a hard time. Right. I, I would never want that. So be cognizant of that, about how your energy is affecting your partner whenever it's time. And practice being happy for other people without like in your single time practice being happy for other people without wishing something like i'm really happy for her but i wish yeah yeah or i wish this was happening for me because that's happening for them learn how to just be gen but that also goes back to learning how to be content and being content is not settling yes yes that is two different definitions and when you learn to be content you bring a peace about yourself like yes. but when you associating that word with settling you're always going to be sometimes like just take in the moment and it ain't no but it doesn't have to be I'm in this moment but I know that I want to do blah 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 just be grateful for the moment that you're in and anytime you feel discontentment I put it on my social media um the other day because I was just thinking about it but for real anytime you feel discontentment Remember why you started doing whatever you're doing in that moment. Yeah. And that should get you back to a place to where you're grateful for being in that moment. Yeah. Because there was a time where you were praying to be there. And now you're there and you discontent because you want something else. And that's not saying 
shoot for the stars. It's just saying learn how to be content because if you don't, you will never be able to enjoy your moment. And if it's being single, then right now this is your moment. Like be content with that. There are amazing things happening in your life while you're single without a partner. Stop having envy for people. That's their moment. They going through whatever they going through, whatever season their life is in with them and their partner. There may be something that is supposed to happen. Excuse me. Stop saying supposed to. There is something that's happening in their partnership, how it's supposed to be happening. Right. Not sometimes, all the time. Just like there are things that are happening in your life. Like there, there are times that you're going to go through stuff that other people can't handle you going through anyway. So they don't need to be around. You don't need to be in a relationship. Because you probably would go through something in a relationship with somebody that you really cared about and loved. And they don't even know how to support you in that moment. Right. And then you surprised that you gave all your time and energy to somebody who don't even know how to rub your back when you grieving or or celebrate you when you get that promotion or make that type of money that you wasn't expecting to be making. Some things you're supposed to go through single because people ain't ready for that. Right. And ain't meant to enjoy that with you because they ain't struggling with that with you. You don't know. You just got to learn how to be content with that stuff. Yes, I absolutely agree. Yes, like you need to know how to be in the moment. And I I like the idea of peace being the separation between contentment and settling. There's something unsettling about settling. Like you get... You know, you don't yes. feel okay with that at some point. You feel like you're giving up something, like something that you need in order to do this other thing. When you're content, you're saying, wow, this is amazing. Even if it's not the thing that you originally imagined for yourself, it is a thing and it's something to be celebrated in the moment right now. Um, mm-hmm. And so the last one is you let your heart pull you instead of pulling your heart. Which goes back to um, allowing someone to come along that you genuinely connect with as opposed to trying to find somebody to connect with and finding something in every single body you meet that you can connect with and that you know, oh my gosh, this might be it. So, you know, let me list all of his great qualities and figure out if this is my husband within the first week. Like, that's crazy. Just, <laughs> just go with everything. Let, actually let yourself build a genuine connection with somebody so that your heart can be the guide and that you're not telling your heart to do something. Like you're not saying, well, heart, this is it. This is us. We in love. Like you can just say to your heart, like you give your heart some time and give your mind some time to find peace in that relationship. And if you don't find it, don't be pushing it because you're going to be looking crazy. So yes, that was the last one. Um, Those are the seven ways being single by choice is different and in my opinion better than being single just because you waiting to get chose um and then this is in no way encouraging we are trying to get chose (laughs) this is in no way trying to make anyone feel like you know oh you need to be single everybody gotta be single like it's not that it's just if you are single there's nothing wrong with that and you have you still have a lot going on as well as a single human being because you was going to be single until you met somebody. It's not a, this isn't an unreal thing, an unfair thing. Like it's just who you are. You're a person. And right now you don't have a partner, but there's plenty to be excited about. There's plenty for you to do. There's plenty for you to work on. 
until it's time for you to be with somebody. And that concludes mm-hmm. this segment. And now moving on to lessons learned and then a wrap up. You go first. Cause I can't remember what I said. I was going to say for my lesson. learned. Okay. Mine are, mine is a little long winded. Um, so back to the book. So again, um, the book that I'm reading is the disciples of godly women It is by Barbara Hughes. And the crazy thing about us doing this um, episode is that I literally just read the night before last. um, I just read the chapter on disciplines of singleness. And so some of the things that I took away from it, one, as and and it's different um, because if you're you might you may or you may not look at a Christian. But like I said, this is super Bible based. Um, Okay, so. In the chapter, um, what what I really liked is that they started it off by saying, and of course, what me and Imani were talking about before we even started recording is that a lot of times in the church, they make it seem like it's something that you need to get prayed out of or like, ooh, girl, I can't wait till you get this husband. Da, 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 da. And of course, we even know that there's some churches that don't, won't even let folks preach that's single for whatever reasons. <laughs> I know people have different reasons behind that, but literally like don't want somebody to be a preacher that ain't married already. People are flawed. I get it. I don't think that, that making them have a wife or a husband is going to stop them from doing Hello. what they're doing, but whatever. So um, <laughs> the chapter starts off with 1 Corinthians seven seventeen, and it says, nevertheless, and I believe she uses the um, English standard version for her verses, just in case somebody knows the Bible. Don't try to correct me. It's one of the Bibles. I use <laughs> New King James, and I know it ain't that. Um <laughs> But it says, nevertheless, each one should retain the place in life that the Lord assigned to him and to which God has called him. So really what this chapter talks about a lot about is learning to be content in where God has you placed, whether that is in that moment, whether it's for a lifetime, learning to be content in that moment. And so what it says is is that singleness is not something to avoid. It's a desirable option for uh, for lives, particularly particularly in the view of the Bible. And so she broke it down into four different ways of how God, uh, I mean, how the Bible portrays single life. And so it says it portrays it as an assignment, a calling, a gift. And I think that, yeah, sorry, an assignment, a calling and a gift. And a lot of this we already touched on. So this lets you know that regardless if you believe in the Bible or not, um, it definitely is something that we see in our everyday lives. So from the assignment standpoint, what it's saying is that God has tasked for us to accomplish something by the means of our marital status. So just like there are things that you are supposed to accomplish with your partner, with your husband or your wife, when you guys are married together, there are also things that God is trying to get out of you while you're single. And there are some things that he needs to get from you while you're single and things that he needs to literally get out of you, like take away bad habits, things like that while you're single. So, um, the assignment, then to the calling. Um, so it's uh, a calling. First of all, is someone that has been invited or summoned to do something. So, um, it's basically saying that God doesn't need our save service. He's inviting us. So in that moment, when you're single, it's not something to be like, Oh, I'm single. I'm not married. So I can only do so much, especially not to attack the church, but especially when people in the church makes it seem like you have to have this marital status to be 
at a certain level of of anointing in in the church if you're not married. So it talks about that. And then lastly is a gift. And it says the favor of singleness means God has bestowed dignity and honor to a position that had formerly been regarded as less than desirable. So, um, of course, people are going to challenge that. And one of the challenges was is how I was talking about it's not good to be alone in Genesis chapter two. But then um, Paul says it's great because this is, of course, coming from Paul. I feel like I'm giving a Bible lesson right now. <laughs> but um, um, so with that, what it's saying is, is Paul isn't necessarily challenges what's happening in Genesis. But if you know the Bible, then you know that there was a fall of man. So a lot of things shifted after that happened. If the fall of man hadn't happened, there's a lot of things we wouldn't have to deal with in that moment. But at the same time, there are things now that God is accomplishing out of single people. So it isn't necessarily to contradict that chapter, but it's saying that just like, I mean, it used to say that we ain't supposed to have braided hair and we walk around braids all the time. Well, so, you can also anyways, extend um, that man is not supposed to be alone to period before. If, you, if right, you're thinking period. creation story, if you're going by the story of creation, Adam was literally here by himself at first. Whether it was a romantic partner that right. God created for him or a homeboy first. Like, he wasn't supposed to be here by himself. <laughs> so, it just, you know, like, it, it, you can think of it as, you know, man's not supposed to be alone as a romantic thing. Or you can say that the two quotes go together. It's fine for you to be alone. Right. And Paul ain't talking about alone altogether. He's talking about without a, part, right. without a marriage partner. Which is not necessarily contradicting exactly. the first thing. But go ahead. Right. But um, so, and then, which brings me to the chapter that she literally has on single but not alone. And she's, that's basically exactly what you said is what she's saying. It's like, um, whether you are married or not married, you still should be getting the satisfaction and joy of family relationships and people, period. Amen. Like none of us are meant to be alone terminally, even if, and there are some people, and I used to think it was crazy, but there are literally some people that are called to be single forever. And I used to think that I was like, oh my God, please don't let them be God. <laughs> don't let them, please go, please. I'm a helper and I know that I can help, help and nurture people that ain't my husband. God, please, please do not tell that story to me, Jesus. But... <laughs> But then it goes, <laughs> but then it goes back to being content again with the favor that it is with being single. And so I really had to learn that, like, because there was a time where I was like, well, I know I want to have family and I know I want to have kids and I know I want to have a husband. And I still ain't got no husband. So if I got no husband, I ain't going to be able to have kids because I'm not signed up to do this by myself. <laughs> Those are the talks I used to like have. And now it's like, but look. Even if I meet my husband in the next 30 days, even if I meet my husband tomorrow, not if I get married tomorrow, but even if I meet my husband tomorrow, look how productive I've been single. Come on in here. Whether that be kingdom work or just outside of it, look how productive I've been single. There are it's things lit. that I've gotten accomplished in my life as a single woman, and it's been lit. Okay. So I'm where I'm supposed to be. Like, that's what I learned. Like, regardless of, of I, I might meet somebody who is going to drop to his knees 
and treat me like the best person in the world. And guess what the beauty of me being single for as long as I have now? I'm going to know how to appreciate that because I've learned so much about myself while I was single. And like I said, for me, like trying to be spiritually aligned with, I, with what I feel like God desires to get out of me, that I know I've learned what my role should be, in my opinion. I'm grasping the understanding of what my role should be in a partnership. And I had to learn that while I was single because that word submission, <laughs> baby, I wasn't supposed to be married because I was not getting with it. I thought it was a sign of weakness. I thought it was a word to control women, all of this stuff. Like I really like there was things that needed to be worked out for me. And thank God I took the job that made me break up with my boyfriend because having he proposed to me, it ain't no telling how raggedy I would have been in my marriage because I was not ready to be married. I was in a place where I needed to be single because I still had growing up to uh-huh. me. So um, that was my lesson learned is to be content where you are because you never know what may come out of that, what may be um, growing and developing in your life at the time. And sometimes you just got to trust the process. So I didn't mean to, I ain't even going to say I didn't mean to, because I ain't ashamed. I love Jesus <laughs> and I believe in the Bible. So <laughs> feel however you're going to feel. I hope you got a lesson out of that regardless. I think that book is one that needs to be read, whether you are a believer or not. But I understand if you don't. But that is what I got out of it. I feel like it encouraged me and I hope it encourages somebody else to just trust where you are in that moment. If you are single, that's what you have people like us for. We literally created a show about being single and, having and crazy fun. stuff happening all the time. Doing that. And having fun. We are making jokes out of people taking us on dates and being high <laughs> and throwing up in cars <laughs> and... <laughs> Who God knows what else. But And it's really because like, we're just content okay. with enjoying, like, I don't enjoy every date that I go on, but life is not bad. I enjoy every day that I'm single, but I enjoy being me in my yeah, moment right we, now. We're kicking it. We're having a good laugh here and there. Like, it is what it is. Until it ain't no more. A kiki. We got to start calling it a yes. kiki. We're having a good kiki. Uh-huh. I've been watching too much basketball. <laughs> well, my um lesson learned is much shorter, but it's just basically, it was fine. I didn't have much to say. It's just basically that, um, and I had to learn this because it's something that people made me feel like I, it made me question myself, but being happily single, being content, being single is not being anti-relationship. Um, you don't have to feel bad for not wanting to have a partner. Um, you also don't have to feel bad for enjoying being single but you'd be perfectly fine if someone came along that you wanted to be with you you're you don't have to be like i hate relationships i don't ever want to be with anybody ever to be okay with being alone and you don't have to feel like you are doing something wrong by enjoying not being in a relationship especially as a woman because people will throw that's why you don't got no man in your face like it's supposed to hurt your feelings and baby, let me tell you, uh, I can tell you a lot of reasons why I don't have a man. None of them hurt my feelings. I can tell you a lot of reasons why you probably don't want children. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I, I just have learned that there, like the thing said, there's no reason to feel pitiful because you're single. And I will say, especially growing up in church, 
and my dad being a pastor and all these people having all these visions of me growing up, being married, having kids. And when are you going to give us some grandkids? It, I did feel like people were looking at me like yeah. they were sad for me because I didn't have a boyfriend or yes. because I wasn't married. And I'm like, first of all, I'm literally at the time I was like 25. Like, why is this sad? <laughs> I'm not sad at all. And it was hard to tell people that guys I'm fine like I'm I promise you I'm not like lying to you when I say that I don't cry myself to sleep I well I was when I after a breakup but it wasn't because I was alone it was because the breakup was ugly like it's okay I'm really fine but I still have people to this day hugging me saying I'm really praying for you and you should you should give one of these young men a chance girl listen to me if I've given men a lot of things Chances are a, a lot of the things that I've given men, all right? I've given them too many of them. So <laughs> I wouldn't say right. that's my problem. I would just say I haven't found anybody Girl. that I want to marry yet. Leave me alone. <laughs> my high school girls that I teach Sunday school, bro, we had a service project in the project. So let me separate service project in the project. And they told Miss Candace, we're going to find you a man today. Girl, first of all, you need to mind your business. <laughs> what i don't need i was like y'all why do y'all think i need because you're grown and you're single see i said see that's the yes are we teaching little girls that? yes we are like i, I don't need a boyfriend y'all need this and i was like y'all need to stop worrying about having boyfriends y'all worried about me having one i know that means y'all concerned about yes. it especially in the and church we are always oh, teaching little girls yes. that, that you grow up you need to find you an upstanding man and you need to have a family. And that, Amen. and that is, I even had somebody mm-hmm. tell me that the level of respect I would get from them would change when I had my own family. And I said, why? Wow. And he was like, well, because you know, you'll be, have a husband, you'll be responsible for somebody. I said, well, I'm responsible for myself now. Like I'm doing well. Why? And I'm just a regular human. Why would, why would a, your right. respect your respect change. I'm not kidding when I say this I was really looking at them like what does that even mean and why would you even pick your lips to say that but it, it's a church right does that mean that you respect me less right yes. now yes I do believe that he does not take me serious until and he won't until I have somebody to be responsible for besides myself and you know what I said God bless you because that's your problem not mine <laughs> I'm good right this little boy walked up to me and he was like um, so do you have any kids? And I said, no, I don't. He said, oh, you don't have a husband. And I was like, excuse you. First of all, why do, first of all, I said, no, I don't. Got he said, got oh. a husband, so mind your business. First of all, you eight of, you're eight years old. So why are you even <laughs> asking me any questions? But I let him continue. And he was like, um, and everybody that's, they got a husband, ain't got kids. Right. So I was like, look why I thump you. <laughs> So then he was like, um, well, you know, there's this website called Bye, Christian little Mingle. child. Get out of my face. He, so, he was like, well, you know, there's a thing called Christian Mingle. Or no, he said blackpeoplemeet.com. <laughs> yes. And I was like, uh, I'm aware, you know, I just, I just, you know, I haven't been on there. He said, so do you just not want a husband? And then he said, because I know this old guy that's single. I swear to you, you had a much longer conversation with that child than I would have. Wait, it ain't done yet. Then he said, or um, I know an old lady that's single too. I said, all right, where's your mom? (laughs) 
<laughs> he said, listen, love is love, and you ain't got none, so we're going to get you some, all right? You ain't got nans. There's <laughs> people out here. I done told you about a website. I done told you about a man. We're going to get you a we're man. We're going to get you a nice young woman. <laughs> we're getting we get something. something. Shoot. What I, what I do know is you won't be out yeah. here single. <laughs> I reached my peak at that point. I said, all right, sir. Where's your mom? <laughs> that is fun. Um, have a great week. Girl, ain't gonna come and hug me later. Tell me, how are you doing? No. I should say, I'm still single. <laughs> you a bad single boy. <laughs> That's hilarious. <gasps> I love kids and they get on my nerves at the same time. Girl, like, I was like, first of all, why do you even know what blackpeoplemean.com is and why you suggest a man and a woman to me get out of my business and you got all that for me telling you that I did not have to <laughs> that I that I can't get a man is what you got out of me okay Lord. she's a bad they terrible and I hope I got a cackle out of that because I was actually kind of ashamed that I was having that conversation with him I was like is there not a camera crew or somebody around to hear what is coming out of his mouth and then one of the other Sunday school ladies, she had walked past me. She didn't know what we were talking about. She was like, girl, you done found your little friend. I said, that is not my friend. He needs to get away from me. That is funny. <laughs> He's embarrassing me right now. Okay. It, and church was over to him. Get on. Where's your mama? And now I know who his mama is, and I will never hold a conversation with him again. I'm going to scoot him right over, over to his mama every time I see him coming. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> he all in my business. <laughs> well, guys. That wraps up this episode of Save the Date Podcast. Be sure to leave your comments and let us know what you thought about it. Um, you can leave those comments on SoundCloud or on Instagram. Um, as you know, this is a bi-weekly podcast, so you can catch us here again, not next week, but next, next week and the week of our anniversary, which is next week, we might have a surprise. Might. Stay tuned. Um, to have your questions <laughs> or stories included on the show, please send it to save the date SOS at gmail.com. And you can also follow us at our personal tr- Twitter handles for constant commentary. Mine is at Imani or whatever. Oh crap. I reek six. Girl, I was about to say, uh, hello. <laughs> I don't well so I was I got distracted and then I was looking I was waiting on the perfect moment to um announce that Imani is a celebrity oh <laughs> and my I, gosh. I literally zoned out because I was waiting for you to be <laughs> Imani is one of the contestant winners for the Lester Pink contest if you don't know what Lester Pink is you do know what your mama didn't do your okay. hair right everybody it was in your bubble box and you smelled like it. You smelled like yes. it, okay? You smelled like it from the time you were like two to the time you're about 14. Exactly. So you know what it is. Imani won the contest. Thank y'all for y'all who supported yes. and reached out to her. She popped in. She already got good skin. She already got pretty <laughs> hair and it's thick. So as long as they don't try to cut it, we lit. And I say we because I'm I'm, I'm jumping on the coat. Yeah. And, and, and so I'm just very... <laughs> Very happy for Imani. So make sure you follow her social media so that you guys can catch up and see everything that she has going on with that. Um, we really appreciate y'all listening to us. My Twitter handle is Irene Success and it's unprotected. But for now, my Instagram is staying protected because I love people from my church. But 
You don't want them following I just me. don't want everybody following <laughs> me. Not just people from my church. But every time I unlock my page, um, hair pages start following me, and I don't got time to block everybody. So um, maybe one day I'll get over it, and I'll just be like, oh, I got 4,000 followers. 2,500 of them are the hair pages. Oh, my gosh. But right now it really bothers me because I'm very particular about my, my – I don't even use the thumbprint on my cell phone, even though I you think they're still picking Candace, it up. But I think I'm dead, so I don't trust I anybody. Can't with my information but um yeah you can follow me there and definitely be on the lookout like she said we may or may not but i think we will have some surprises coming up soon happy father's day to all of the fathers because by the time you're listening to this it would have passed um we appreciate y'all for all y'all doing i'm going to spend time with my dad in New York, um, and I'm pretty sure Imani is going to have a great long time with her dad because she loves her daddy, and I think she seen him last weekend. No, I didn't. Happy birthday to see my mama. dad. He's at home in Louisville, so Aww. I won't get to see him. But I'm going to FaceTime him, so it'll be short. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yes, today, recording day, which is it's Thursday, right? Yeah, the 14th. Um, it's my mom's birthday. So shout out to everybody who told her happy birthday on social media because she don't even check it, but I'm going to tell her that y'all say happy birthday. <laughs> and she has Imani's whole face. Will Imani has her I whole really face, do. which it's is actually cool ridiculous. Okay, guys. It's pretty cool. Well, I'm out because I still got to pack a bag and I know you got to get ready to travel as well. So girl, thanks yeah. for listening. Love y'all. We're going to see y'all. Well, not see y'all. We're going to talk to y'all next time.